I love stories. I kind of think that we all do. I mean, that's why movies are so popular. Books are still around. We just naturally, as humans, we love stories. That's one of the reasons I started a podcast is I just wanted to create an opportunity for other people to share their story of what brings them alive and what they're passionate about and how they want to change the world. And so I love listening to other podcasts and I love listening to the podcasts where I get to hear stories of incredible people. And so I'm really excited about today's guest because my guest is a fellow podcaster and is also passionate about bringing stories that inspire social change to your earbuds. Welcome to Business with Purpose. I'm your host, Molly Stillman of Still Being Molly, and this show's all about bringing you the stories behind the brands, companies, and small businesses that are changing the world. Each week, I interview an entrepreneur, CEO, nonprofit director, or just an incredible person who's trying to make a positive impact, not only through their personal life, but also with their career. My goal is to show you that no matter what you do for a living, you can make an impact wherever you are. My guest this week is Camille Lorente, the CEO and founder of Human Group Media, a company that creates story-driven, high-caliber podcasts that inspire social change. But real quick, before we get to our conversation, I just have a quick message for my ethical and sustainable brand owners. Are you looking to make your business explode in 2020 and beyond? My girl, M. Sexton, CEO of The Flourish Market, and I are hosting the Get After It Getaway in Nashville, Tennessee, January 12th through 14th, 2020. This retreat is designed specifically for you as an ethical or fair trade brand owner. We're going to be tackling topics like getting after courage, reframing your marketing message, pitching boutiques and wholesaling, social media and email list game plans, time management, focus, branding hot seats, trend forecasting, growing your bottom line, so many things. It's going to be absolutely incredible. It's going to be life-changing for you and your business. So for more information and to register, visit stillbeingmolly.com forward slash retreat. Now on to my chat with Camille. Camille, I am so honored to have you on the show today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I am fantastic. And I am just, I mean, I'm always excited to talk to my guests, but I'm just really excited to hear your story because um, what you are doing at Human Group Media and Sincerely Human, I mean, you are just, you're you are the epitome of somebody who is changing the world through what you do for a living, which is, you know, why I have people on this show. Um, so I just am really looking forward to you sharing your story. So we're going to dive right in and I'm going to have you give us the Camille 101. So tell us who you are and how you kind of got to where you are today doing what you're doing with Human Group Media and Sincerely Human. Yeah, sure. Um, well, first of all, thank you for having me. Of course. So we uh, started actually the idea for Sincerely Human started around 2016. Uh, so it was right after the elections and we were just bombarded uh, with negative messages and sort of hate speech on social media. And we couldn't really find a place where stories about humans doing good were sort of amplified. And so Also around that time, we started really getting into podcasts and listening to some of the shows that had already existed back then. And we thought, you know, because of my background, I was, um, well, actually I was a corporate lawyer right before I started my company. I, I worked for about four years and then I moved to New York 
in around, uh, I think it was around 2014, and I studied international affairs, but my focus was really on advocacy, media, and communications. And so I sort of used that, uh, what I learned at the time at Columbia, where I took my master's, and applied that to what would be our company right now. So um, it was 2016, and we started thinking about ways to, sh- you know, ways for people um, to find organizations and, you know, companies and brands and people that they can connect with or that they can get involved with that are actually making a positive impact in their communities. And so it was, I think, about a year later when we uh, started our uh, our show and, you know, uh, released our first episode. And from there, we, you know, built our connections and really met a lot of great people in the social impact and social change space. And so we thought of actually building a company that would make podcasts. So we would produce our, you know, original content and also work with uh, companies that are uh, wanting to inspire social change. And so that is kind of the short answer to that question. Yeah, I mean, that's just, that was one of the reasons I started this podcast. I mean, uh, you know, obviously I love podcasting and it's just such a amazing medium. And people always ask, mm-hmm. you know, why did you start a podcast? And, you know, I've, I've been blogging for 12 years and or almost 13 at this point. And wow. I started the podcast in the summer of 2016 and you know, honestly, for me, kind of similar to you, I just, I really wanted to be able to continue to tell stories. And I think that stories, while you can read a powerful story, and you can see pictures, and, um, you know, you can tell a story through a blog post, I think Mm -hmm. hearing somebody's Yes, story it can just be so much more powerful, and it can it can just really connect you in a different way. And um, I mean, even with like I lo- I don't know about you, I'm a, I'm a big reader. I love to read, and um, I have fallen in love this year with audiobooks. And some books I love to sit down and hold a book and read and mark up the pages. But then there are some people's stories, especially like a lot of nonfiction, especially if it's read by the author. There's just something really powerful about hearing somebody's story from their own voice. And it just adds this whole other level of connection. You know what I mean? Definitely. And so actually with Sincerely Human, that was the idea. So we wanted to feature advocates, philanthropists, change makers, activists, just all around compassionate humans who are, you know, changing the world every day. But we wanted to share their stories. And so... With our format, we wanted to take listeners on a journey. So our episodes would run for just about, I would say, 20 minutes. But in those 20 minutes, we would, you know, take them to uh, where sort of the origin story of uh, a brand or a, a, an organization or a campaign. Um, but actually, um, that story would be centered around our guest. And it's actually also, you know, kind of listening to an audiobook and 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 you know, reading about somebody and how they built whatever they are building and actually how they are making an impact in whatever um, sort of cause or or issue that they're involved with. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And 
you know, I was just thinking about how um, the connection between storytelling and the impact that it can have on mm-hmm. how it will change people's perspectives. Um, Definitely. You know, I uh, have you read the book Half the Sky? No, not yet. Oh, it's so it is fantastic. Um, there's also a documentary, um, but it basically and I, my listeners are going to be like Molly's talking about half the sky again because it's just it's <laughs> okay. One, I'll check. I'll check it out. Yeah, What's it about it's so it is um a basically about um it was written by Nicholas Kristof from the New York Times and I'm completely mm. brain farting right now on the other author. Um, but two basically two journalists who um traveled the world and studied the effect that um the oppression of of women and girls around the world has and and how when women and girls are empowered and educated and all this thing and how women basically hold up half the sky and how women um, can change the world and and just empa- mm-hmm. by empowering a girl or educating a girl, giving a, a job to a woman, how that changes global poverty and all these kinds of things and, and issues like human trafficking and um, you know yes. child marriage and all this stuff. But one of the my my point in sharing this is that um, one of the things that they discovered is over the years, and I mean, obviously, a ton of research has been done on this. But over the years, you know, organizations have have learned that statistics can be powerful, can be a powerful tool, but statistics mm-hmm. often, more often than not, do not lead to change. People aren't necessarily mm-hmm. affected enough by a a statistic in order to do something different. Whereas if they hear this, you know, so if they hear, oh, you know, there are 11 million, this is not the correct statistic, but there are 11 million girls in the world living in, you know, or affected by human trafficking. You know, Mm -hmm. that is just a really overwhelming statistic. But if they hear the story of one girl who was affected by human trafficking, she was, she became an overcomer and now she's rescuing other girls. And, you know, you connect it to this one girl, people are more likely to donate money or take action. There's something about having that personal connection to a story that really does influence people to make a change. It's huge. Definitely. And for well, first of all, I'm going to uh, check out uh, Half the Sky. You'll love it. You'll now, love it. I'm really curious, and I, I would love to read that um, when I find the time. Actually, so great that you mentioned that because on Sincerely Human, for example, while we featured really, um, I would say, rock stars in the social impact world like Nancy Loblin of Crisis Text Line, what really I think resonated with me when I first heard her story was mm-hmm. how she started the organization. Mm-hmm. So just a bit of background, Crisis Text Line is a free texting service for people in crisis. Mm-hmm. So, But the story of how she started Crisis Text Line was really compelling. She was at the time, you know, the CEO of DoSomething.org and they received uh, a, a random sort of message from uh, one of the people that they texted through the service at, because do something also did, you know, campaigns for social impact and social good. And so um, this message that they got was, you know, sort of really haunting. Uh, this anonymous person uh, was uh, sharing that he or she, we don't, we don't know actually, um, who that person was that he or she was being raped. So when that 
uh, happened, Nancy thought that there was a bigger need. So from there, they looked into, I guess, all of, you know, the research around people in crisis, so whether that's um, them thinking of self-harm or thinking of, uh, you know, or just actually undergoing depression. And so there were all of these sort of issues that people are facing. And so she, from there, she built this incredible um, organization called Crisis Text Line. And so it's just one of many stories that we've shared, but also uh, making it uplifting for people. For example, we've had Karamu Brown of Queer Eye. And, you know, he just shared the story of how he uh, actually was discovered and how he actually joined the Netflix show, um, Queer Eye. And so, and all his challenges, um, that, I mean, that he, that he's been through and how he overcame those. So it's really a diverse range of stories, but also in, you know, for our other shows, for example, we are also focused on Singular issues like gender equality, you know, women empowerment. Our other show is called The Fix, and it's hosted by Michelle King. There we feature more of, um, I would say, business leaders, uh, also celebrities, entrepreneurs who are, you know, building a gender equal world. So it really, we kind of run that sort of spectrum of issues, but really focused on storytelling as well. Absolutely. I mean, the we can't drive home the point enough, honestly, about the yes. impact that storytelling can have. Um, I would also, I mean, one of the things that I, I love about what you do as well is just this really intentional uh, kind of spreading of kindness. And I that can sound, you know, sometimes we hear like, oh, be kind. And that can sound really mm-hmm. fluffy. And, um, you know, it can sound very like, looks really pretty on a mug or a t-shirt. Um, but there's there's intentionality that has to be behind it and um there there's a difference between um you know one of my uh, dear friends who's an author um her name is Sharon Hottie Miller she was on the show a few months ago and we talked about um she just wrote a book called Nice um why we love to be liked wow. and why god calls us to more <laughs> and it's talking about the difference between niceness and kindness and this an- intentionality mm-hmm. between um you know, being kind versus just being nice because it gets you things. Um, or it's a, it's a nice is very self-serving where it, whereas kindness, um, is, is, is not. And how mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, being kind to others that we may not agree with or being kind to somebody who has not, uh, been kind to us, <laughs> you know, and, um, my daughter's yes. in kindergarten and we have a lot of <laughs> discussions about this right now about how well you know this person was you know mean to her on the playground or whatever and I just say honey you know it's in those moments where you have an opportunity to to show kindness um, to somebody else even though they haven't shown kindness to you and um, it's a lot it, I mean that's difficult I mean even as grown-ups we don't <laughs> we struggle with that um, so I'd love to kind of yes. um, have you kind of share uh, you know about how how through the work that you do, Mm-hmm. You know how how it's just so important to to find kindness and what that looks like in a really tangible way. Yeah, I mean, I am again. I'm glad that you mentioned that. So, sincerely human share stories of kindness in action. So, when we say kindness in action, we just find um, you know pockets of kindness, but also 
stories of people who have devoted their entire lives to actually, uh, you know, show empathy and compassion and and solve issues that, you know, may not they may not have experienced personally, but they have seen um, through the lives of other people. And so when we say we find stories of kindness, it's actually, I would say, not that hard to find. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. even on our, you know, if you go to, go on our Instagram at sincerely human, we share really just everyday, um, sort of quotes or, or messages from a variety of people who are actually, you know, encouraging others to spread kindness. And so while on our podcast, we are focused more on how this particular person, this advocate, this, you know, celebrity is uh, spreading kindness or or sharing what they have, being generous, uh, being kind to people around them on on our on our social platforms. We just sort of encourage people to make it a daily habit because it is um, uh I, I would quote actually um, a previous guest we had, uh, Maya Smith of uh, Lady Gaga's Born This Way Foundation. She would always say it's a muscle that needs to be, mm. uh, you know, exercised. You need you need to practice it. Yeah. Um, it's not, you know, just something I, apart from, of course, um, also sharing uh, advice on self-kindness and also self-care. But also it's it's something it's an outward um uh, act. It's an activity. It's, it's something that you can do in everyday life. And so that's, that's what we try our best to do, you know, through the podcast and through the messages we share on our, our, on all our social platforms. Yes. I love that, that kindness is a muscle that has to be exercised. And I mean, Mm -hmm. that's a lesson that you can apply in many, many areas of life. Um, I would love to, yeah, go ahead. I actually also wanted to say um, when we uh, we love, you know, getting feedback from from our listeners and we've we've had a lot of teachers, you know, educators, um, uh, a lot of people who deal with kids and how they use some of the stories or how they are inspired by the stories we share and how they apply that in the classroom and how they so- sort of form activities around it. And so that's, I think, one you know, amazing uh, sort of outcome that we've had from sharing the stories that we've we've um, published on, you know, the podcast. Oh, that's fantastic. That is fantastic. I love hearing those stories and, and the kind of tangible, uh, you know, kind of change that has come out mm-hmm. of sharing things and the impact that it's having on other people. Uh, yeah, that to me, that is like, the greatest feedback that anybody can get, especially as a podcaster, when you hear about, oh, you know, this particular story really resonated with me and um, it, you know, it just really affected me in this way. And, and here's how I've, you know, applied it to my life or, or whatever. Those those types of things are just really impactful. Definitely. And and I think the way we formatted the show was, at least for Sincerely Human, while our other shows are, more sort of thematic and and focusing on, uh, you know, singular issues like, you know, gender equality, as I mentioned, but for Cecilia, we made it really broad because we didn't want to 
sort of box um, kindness into just one, Mm -hmm. you know, type of person or Mm -hmm. that's why actually um, for for people who may not know the way we spelled it was with an E. So it's H-U-E-M-A-N because it's a combination of the words hue and human because we wanted to celebrate the diversity of, you know, the backgrounds and the journey of the people who have come on the show and shared their stories and the impact. Uh, of their work. I love that. I was actually going to ask why the intentionality. <laughs> and I, I was like, I, I mean, I think I could guess, but um, I love yeah. that. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> I'm going to take a quick break from my chat with Camille to thank our sponsor of the show. And that is No Issue. No Issue is the online platform for designing and ordering custom sustainable packaging for your business or brand. They have low minimum order quantities, worldwide delivery in three weeks or less for free, and a team of designers ready to help. They are making customized packaging accessible for businesses of all shapes and sizes. And I love that they have that team of designers there for you because sustainable customized packaging doesn't have to be ugly, okay? So visit noissue.co. That's noissue.co and use the coupon code PURPOSE15 for 15% off your order. They have, again, low minimum order quantities. Everything is compostable, recyclable, and the paper products are FSC certified. So go to noissue.co and use that coupon code PURPOSE15 for 15% off your order. Now back to my chat with Camille. Now I'd love to know a little bit more about kind of your background and how this really became a passion for you because clearly Mm -hmm. this didn't come out of nowhere um so tell me a little bit about kind of your background and and what drove you to really you know kind of take this as on as a passion project yeah so I I mentioned earlier that I uh shifted careers you know five years ago or a couple years ago and you know, I was really trying to find a, a career or, you know, something that I would do that I would be, you know, passionate about. And that was something that was more long term. And when I started studying at Columbia at SIPA, um, where I took my master's, I found I sort of dabbled into uh different sectors, I would say the nonprofit sector, the private sector, and also the public sector. But, you know, I loved working with uh, nonprofits and also companies that have um, their corporate social responsibility sort of campaigns. And what I found was, I, I felt like with then my background of, you know, writing and media and advocacy, I wanted to make sure that media was being used as a tool for, you know, social change. And so while I've done the more academic approach to sharing uh, or, or sort of amplifying these organizations, I wanted to make sure that it was, uh, the content was more compelling. And so that's where my my thought process was, actually. I wanted to make sure that it would connect on a deeper level and sort of emotionally with whoever was consuming that content or listening to um, uh, what would be, you know, a podcast. And so that's how it all started. And, you know, the 
connections I've built. And of course, the friends that I've made since then have really helped me along the way. And so that's how the idea really um where that's actually where we started conceptualizing or when we started conceptualizing about, you know, our company and the podcast. That's incredible. I love that. And one thing I know, um, just from, you know, doing some light internet stalking, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I always say to my yep, guests, we, which yeah, is just yes, small to moderate <laughs> internet stalking is your yeah. podcast has obviously, um, gotten the attention of a lot of people, uh, including Bill Gates. Uh, Mm. I'd love to hear that story and kind of how that came about. Yeah, well, uh, again, I love sharing this, you know, when I when I speak or when I talk to people, one of our favorite stories that we've shared or and actually that we've met is um, from a girl. Well, she's a teenager now um, named Emma Yang. So when we interviewed her, she was 13 years old. She's a coder. She started coding, I believe, when she was six, uh, and she worked on an app called Timeless, which is an app for Alzheimer's patients. The app is a facial recognition app, but also it's a a way for patients to connect with their loved ones, so for them to remember events, remember faces, and so we were really obviously blown away by her work and how she is actually devoting her life and her skills to making a positive social change. And so when we featured her, we um, also shared the story with a writer at Fast Company who picked it up and wanted to also write about her. So when we built that relationship and she heard uh, the story on our podcast, she wrote about it and we, you know, Uh, with a writer and myself and everybody else, all the generous people um, who heard her story, we were able to help her raise money to finish her app Um, because at that time she was still developing it. And so when the article got published, Bill Gates read it and shared it. And uh, I would say she, he was also very impressed by Emma's work um, because I know that Bill Gates is also involved with a lot of um, work in, you know, towards Alzheimer's research. And so that was really, we were really super proud of, you know, Emma and and how that all turned out. That's absolutely incredible. I mean, yeah, to be able to spread a story like that. And what an incredible thing she's doing. That's amazing. Definitely. Yeah, I, I would say also your listeners, if, if you can, if you know someone who um, is affected by um, Alzheimer's, um, or if you're just curious about it, you definitely need to check out her app. It's called Timeless. Yeah. Kids like that, uh, I mean, young women like that, I should say, they give me hope for the next generation. Mm -hmm. They're just, they're brilliant. Um, Um, Yeah, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say on that note about, you know, young women and teenagers making a positive impact so this weekend um uh we met with uh, another inspiring young woman named alexandria villasenor she is one of the youth climate activist leaders um i don't know if there's a, a more um appropriate um, title for what she is doing, but she works with a lot of um, the youth climate activists that we've been seeing, including Greta Thunberg, who has been, who has been on the news um, a lot lately. But 
she is also spending her time um, outside of school uh, lobbying and really creating awareness around climate change. And so it's just been not just inspiring for our listeners, um, but also for us as a team, you know, us as adults working on what we're working on at, at human group media. And so we really also take inspiration from, from them. Absolutely. They inspire me every day and I know they are inspiring literally millions of people around the world. Um, Camille, this has been just an incredible, incredible conversation. And I'm so thankful for the work that you're doing and the stories that you're sharing. And um, obviously for the listeners, I will have all of the links to Human Group Media and the Sincerely Human podcast and more um, and how you can get in contact with Camille in the show notes. Um, But before we go, uh, Camille, I have just a couple of fun, lighthearted, kind of get to know you questions that I ask all my guests at the end of this show. And it's one of my favorite parts of the show uh, because it just mm-hmm. helps us to get to know you a little bit. So Camille, yeah. are you ready for the get to know you round? <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, I am not prepared, but let's go hey, for it. No, you are all good. That's the point. It's, <laughs> it's off the cuff. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. All right. Question number one. Um, if you are able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or the body of a 30 year old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you want? The mind. The mind. All right. Yep, definitely the mind. I like it. I like it. Um, All right, (laughs) question number two. If you are a professional athlete, so think like baseball player, you know how they Mm -hmm. all have that walk-up song that, like, hypes them up before they go up to the plate to hit the ball? Uh, What would your walk-up song be? (laughs) Oh, man. Now, this one is hard. Oh, God. I... My walk-up song be... I'm more of... I don't... Okay, so just a bit about me. I don't listen to a lot of, you know, the more upbeat sort of empowering songs. I listen to a lot of indie songs and they're <laughs> not I wouldn't I wouldn't walk up to that song um <laughs> playing in the background because some of them are pretty sad or even if they're upbeat, they're more like you know, just about everyday life. Yeah. And so I would have to pass on that question, unfortunately. Oh, that's okay. I, I have totally to think underst- that through. I, no, I totally <laughs> understand. Uh, you know, and honestly, I think it'd be kind of hilarious if like you like chose like a really like indie song and the whole, the yeah. whole you know, you're you're going yeah, up to bat. Be funny. Everybody in the stands is like, what is this song? <laughs> but, you know, you'd be surprised. Um, some of them might actually know some of the songs or one, uh, a song that I might play you know, in this hypothetical scenario. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Are you reading any books right now? I am reading a lot. Um, That's the thing with, you know, loving books and reading in general. I just need to find time to finish it. Yeah. (laughs) So I have a couple. um, Becoming, I'm down to my last hundred pages. I think it's so good. Yeah, it's, I mean, absolutely I mean, I, I, I don't have enough words. Yeah. It's incredible um, for, for those of you who are looking to read a memoir. You have to start with becoming. Yeah. But I it's, it's yeah, it's 600 pages. I think I've finished already, uh, about 500. So I'm down to my last couple of hopefully couple of pages. And then um, 
I just got a book called Thirst um, by Scott Harrison. It's I, I think it was released a couple of years ago, but Scott Harrison is the founder of Charity Water. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he he just shares his journey on 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 you know his his I think it must it might be his first book. I'm I'm not entirely sure, but we I met him recently at an event and yeah, I got a copy of his book and I'm excited to dive into that one. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. And I would definitely, definitely second Becoming. Um, I actually did the Audible version because Michelle reads it. Uh, oh, yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. So I tell everybody that they need to listen or read it. So um, and then my last question is um, the question I ask all my guests, and that is, what does it mean to you to run a business with purpose? Oh, it means everything. Um, because coming from, you know, my corporate law background, that was really what I was looking for. And so when I, you know, when we started the company, we wanted to have a mission, but at the same time, not just make that lip service. Um, I've, you know, I, I know that we use mission driven, uh, a whole lot in, you know, in, in business and in you know, the professional world, but I wanted to make sure that we, you know, kept at, I mean, we, we would just keep working on, on, you know, that mission for the rest of, you know, our lives. And, and so having a business with purpose would actually mean, uh, myself devoting my time and, you know, and my skill set and everything else to towards the mission of, you know, making a positive social change through storytelling and through our podcasts and all the content that we, we put out. I love that. That is a, a beautiful kind of mantra. And uh, like I said earlier, I just I really admire the work that you're doing. So um, Camille, oh, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show and for taking time out of what I know is a busy day, um, busy schedule to, to share your story with us. So thank you so much. No, thank you for having me. And of course, likewise, I, I mean, I did, you know, share with you that I was also drawn to your work. And I think there's really some great overlap with the work that you're doing and mine. And so thank you as well. I'd love to know what you loved about this episode or something that you learned. If you do, let me know on social media. You can find me at Still Being Molly or at Business with Purpose Podcast on Instagram or Facebook. And don't forget to use that hashtag Business with Purpose Podcast. Thanks again to our sponsor, No Issue. Check out noissue.co for all your sustainable, customized packaging needs and use the code PURPOSE15 for 15% off. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. If you're a first-time listener, welcome, welcome, welcome. Be sure to visit the archives for past shows featuring amazing entrepreneurs who are quite literally changing the world with their businesses. And if you're a regular listener, your support means the world to me. Thank you so much. Thank you so, 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 so much. Be sure to head on over to iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts and click that subscribe button to help make sure you never miss a new episode of the show. And would you take a moment to leave a review? Leaving a review helps me to know what you're liking and how the show is personally impacting you. This show is edited by my amazing husband and executive producer, John Stillman, with support from Kelly Dalton, and the music is by Mark Killian of Third Wheel Media. Hey, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Thank you so much for listening day in and day out and week in and week out. I'm so grateful for you. Now, go do something good with purpose on purpose.